Well, you did it. You turned on the old Spotify. You turn on the Apple Podcasts. And now you're like, is this what I'm looking for? I hope so. Maybe you're looking for the podcast called And Company. God, please say you are, because otherwise you're going you're gonna to flick away right now. We need the revenue. and We need it bad. This week on the show, we got actor Christian Smith. You can find him on YouTube, at Christian and Nat. You can find him on TV. You can find him all over the web. He's a humble guy. I've known him for a very long time. And he's ubiquitous online, which means annoying, I think. Uh, we also have director Blake McWilliam. Blake has directed movies from Sundance. He's got a new feature out called Hands That Bind. He directed a, uh, a pilot I was in that I co-wrote called Timberwood. He's actually cast me in a few things, so I kind of had to have him on the show just to uh, you know keep the old grease on the wheel, so to speak, just to make sure the old uh, Leo DiCaprio-Scorsese relationship was still... Look, what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to get more work as an actor, and this is my only ticket out of here. And in the last chair, we got Darcy Davidson, the producer of the show. Uh, we talk about directing commercials in this episode, about kind of the pressures that come with that, and uh, things we wish we knew as actors earlier on, some audition technique, some kind of just mental technique. They talk about some tattoos they got that they wish they didn't. That's a little, a little juicy. And they also talk about they, like I was just a fly on the wall, if only... If only I could shut the fuck up for a few minutes. We talk about AI and how that's changing the industry. It's a good one to enjoy. But first, the theme from Gold Complex. But now I've like owned all of those feelings. Yeah. Like- like even with Blake earlier, I'm like I'm a, I'm I feel FOMO for not going to tip, but I'm like I'm okay with it. I don't, I'm not mad, but like I yeah. and when I'm on set, I'm like I'm excited to be here. And when someone's like shoots me down with their like jadedness, I'm like I don't mm. need you around mm-hmm. me. I'm good. I'll you just know, I not hang Arnold Schwarzenegger level positivity, where it's like if you aren't positive, you're out. The it makes you leave you're the room. Out, you're not in the room. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. he said he does not let negativity into the room with him. So he'll literally, if you're being negative, he'd be like, I won't do the voice, but I won. Do the <laughs> voice. Do the, do the voice. voice. I did not have sex. No, wrong voice. Wrong <laughs> voice. No, uh, you know, you have to leave the room. <laughs> he, like, he lets you come back with a solution. He's like, you can be mad at the problem. This is hurting his beautiful quote. <laughs> a bad impression. Yeah, you can, you can like, okay, you can be mad. You can be upset. Go leave the room. Come back around me when you have a positive solution. Do can you do Schwarzenegger doing Bill Clinton's line? I did not have sex with her. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's good, right? Yeah, that's perfect it. depression. I think, I, think I think you've nailed it. Yeah. Um, something you said there. Uh, having a kid. Uh, oh no, maybe it's nothing. I don't know. It's just my ADD. You got tatted up. Oh yeah, I got I got a couple. You did? Yeah, not because of the kid. I don't think I got the, the kid. I got this no, after the, the kid, kid. tattoo. Yeah, kid. yeah. It's impressive. Stick and poke. Yeah. <laughs> Very impressive. It's pretty raw. It's like, Fisher what else Price. did you get? Fisher Price has a new stick and poke system, I heard. That should have been the name of this podcast. Stick and poke? Stick and poke? Fisher, Fisher Price. Fisher Price. Yeah, oh my God. Poke yeah. is way better. <laughs> Fisher stick and poke. Fisher Price is good. Well, I, I, I got a couple new ones just here and here, and you got a couple new ones, I feel like, on your arm. Uh, we haven't seen each other for a long time. So I, yeah, I got, is that right? I got a chest and a half back in Whoa. Mexico, too. Yeah. What are they? Uh, it's a fox dragon. And then just a, a fox dragon. A fox dragon. Uh, is that a type of tattoo? Uh, no, it's a type of dragon. I think uh, you mean a luck dragon. I think maybe never that's ending story. Uh, yeah, but like less Falcor. cartoon. Doesn't have the Fal- little kids. Fal- Fal- like my Falcor. my dragon would fuck that dragon up. Why don't you take off your shirt? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's your second one? 
That's uh, a cardinal, right? This is a cardinal. That's beautiful. Uh, and, and the other one's a rule. The other one's a rule. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Cardinal rule, baby. Yeah. No, this one's it's it's from a book I read. Uh, Jitterbug Perfume. Tom Robbins wrote it, and I read, I read it at a point in my life where I'm like, this means so much to me. It, he said this thing called Erdlichta, which is a made-up word I found out, and it just means lighten up in German. And I'm mm. like, it always stuck with me. I'm it's like, crazy. The Germans up. have the word lighten up, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they need to serious. say it to each other a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Erdlichta. <laughs> He's Austrian. He's Austrian. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> He's American now. Yeah, governor. Yeah, not anymore. No, actor now. <laughs> yeah, he just became an actor. <laughs> He's good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good as an actor. Oh, you should. Uh, but Blake, you had a tattoo, but you had it removed. Right? You did? I did have it removed. Yeah. It was a sparrow. <laughs> yeah. I would never get that. I hated sparrows so much. <laughs> Just like you're keeping me up at night. Yeah. Uh, I did. I had a. I had a tattoo. I got it when I was uh, 18 years old, and I was like, "This is gonna be fucking cool. I'm and gonna I, love this forever." Yeah. And I went to the tattoo place, and I was like. Really? Got, off the wall? Yeah, basically. Oh, wow. And I got it in uh, on my back in between my shoulder blades. Painful as hell. Mm-hmm. And uh, That's what it said? It said painful it as said, hell. It said it's just like painful as hell. Yeah. And then uh, I got rad. it. Uh, yeah, I got it removed though. Um, what was the tattoo? It, it has zero meaning at all. I was like, this is fucking cool. It was a cross with like a sun behind it. I'm not religious in any way. And you don't like the sun. Before yeah, it only goes out at night. Yeah. I only, yeah, exactly. And it was for that reason... That I got it removed. I was just oh, like, crazy. why the fuck do I even have this? That's a terrible like... process to get a tattoo removed, isn't it? You did it, it as well. Uh, How many sessions do you do? Uh, luckily, because I'm like super old now, the tattoo is also super old. It's and... just a wrinkle. They folded it over. Yeah, they just <laughs> <stapled> it. <laughs> the, uh, I guess like the easiest type of tattoo is uh, black ink. Black ink, yeah. And old. And so I only had to do two. I hear you. Yeah. What about you? I had to do ten. Ten. On what was the maybe tattoo my girl just wasn't as good. Same story. I was seventeen and I was like, I broke up with this girl and I was like, I'm gonna get a tattoo and she's gonna love it and we're gonna get back together. You did it for her? I did it for her, yeah. Um, oh. And I just like picked two pictures off the internet. No. And put one on top of the other and like. Just googled. It was a cross and it was a sun. <laughs> <and he's> like, <laughs> yeah. This is perfect. Oh, yeah, that's how uh, tattoos are made. I can't even describe what it was. It was the stupidest thing you've ever seen. It was uh, a it was a wolf dragon. But it was big. Where was it? It was like right here. Oh, that right. one. I remember seeing that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it you was like it inspired like, you. It inspired on the way. Yeah. yeah. It was on the way. It was on the way. It was like, and I wanted it lower. And this chick was like, I'm not going to tattoo you any lower than that. How low did you want it? Full? Uh, like right above the... The schnob. The line, they just your belt line, but it was above. It was like sat right under my navel. And Be- it was, was, because you've like had it removed thing. now. Can I say that the danger was, and I think you said this, is because it was kind of like wings above your pelvis. It looked that. like pubes. It did. From, like, at the beach. Yeah. You, had, you just couldn't my... wear your pants high enough or low enough. <laughs> <laughs> Which, is, Which is what you want at the beach when you're walking by. You're like, oh, is that guy? Oh, a tattoo. You yeah, know, the yeah. thought process of any stranger trying to figure it out must have been so funny. It's so, and I've told you that story. I took my shirt off one time. It was, uh, I was changing in from then. And then uh, I talked to some uh, some person who saw me changing like a week later. She's like, "Oh yeah, I thought you just had a lot of pubes." 
<laughs> not, I was not like, the, that's not it. That didn't work that's to get the girl back, it. and it had some other effects. It had too. some other effects. I and can't then, think of a worse place to have to get a tattoo removed from. They called it the reverse tramp stamp. Yeah, the they did. Tramp stamp. Who did? Who called it that? Everyone. I did. I definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> how did how did you choose that as a location in the first place? It just felt cool. It looked like a belt buckle. You've seen. Yeah, it. I saw. My it. tattoo looked like. It. And it was just okay. like but what's funny is if you're trying to win a girl back with a tattoo you'd think you'd have like a tattoo like a heart somewhere she could see that's like i still love you but like it's in a spot that she would only ever see maybe that's the reason it's like it's intimate i don't want her to see it right maybe that was i don't know i don't know your 17 year old self well neither do i wish i didn't (laughs) he's he's gone now have you considered getting all your other tattoos removed and then getting that tattoo back back? (laughs) you guys do you guys feel that way though like um i look back on my life and it's almost like these epochs Oh, yeah. And those periods of time almost feel like they happen to somebody else. Like, mm. you're, it's like, it's like when I think about them, I think it feels like it's something that somebody told me about that I'm remembering rather than like feeling like I experienced it. Like you agreed to do this podcast today. Yeah, exactly. Like 10 years from now, I'm going to be like, who was that? Guy? Yeah. Why was he no, no, totally. Oh, I've heard. I don't know how this is true. And maybe someone will correct me. But I've heard that every one of your cells, like seven years. I say, seven years, yeah. I say this thing you've told me to so do many you? people, yeah. Uh, do you, you CC me on it? You credit me? Yeah, I credit you. Like, but they hate it, so they're like, oh, yeah, of course he. <laughs> well, exactly. So that for those of you don't know, it's every seven years, uh, you're completely a new person, and, and that's yeah. why I think when you look back at pictures, of explain yourself, it, explain it a bit like more, like molecularly. Yeah. Like, yeah, by the then cell. your whole body has completely rejuvenated in a seven-year period that you're not even the same person at all. Like that, all those cells are dead. You're truly a right. new person. Which is why like maybe hair cell, you're on a, a cell in your eye, a cell in your nose. Uh, but this gets into the this gets into it. There's a paradox there, which is um, I forget the name of the paradox, but the idea was Occam's razor. I think that <laughs> epoch <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell. This is not the show. No, it's a legitimate paradox where um, the the question is the philosophical question is you have like an ancient boat, and you've got that boat, and it's in a museum, and every year they replace one board on the boat. And they take the original piece and they put it over there and they replace it with a new piece. And they're just like restoring the boat. And eventually they've got two boats, one with the original wood from the boat and one from the replicated one. And the question is, which one is the original boat now? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, is it because of the physical pieces of wood that made the made that be the boat over there now? Or is it like this thing over here that's over the course of time? been replaced with boards but ultimately is the original boat and that's like the same thing as the cells where it's like Hmm. sure you've replaced all of your cells with new cells but does that mean that you aren't the, that same person anymore like where i feel like it, par- like i feel like i've got the same name as that person but like when you go back and see like an old video of yourself it's i, I don't know when it's not cringy or you're like well i'm dressed like an idiot i would never wear that like like when i look back on this <laughs> but like we are in the fun shirt uh couch and then oh, man. that's how we got here. We're monotone over here. Much less like an old shirt. Navy over there. Yeah. Yeah. And, we're, and we are really doing the lake We're Tommy Bahama. You guys are old Navy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're having a fun last bit of summer here. <laughs> yeah. We're matching. I on. like that shirt a lot. It almost looks like made of a towel. It feels like it's made of a yeah. towel. It, it's hot, but it's nice. I like it's it. It's hot like it's an attractive like shirt. Like it's an attractive shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ice cold otherwise. You right. would kill it at Tiff right now. I, honestly, and I have a chain. Anyway, I want to get a new chain. What I wanted to ask about this boat theory is like, who said that? I actually want to look that up so that I like get it right. No, you're right. You're, you're really there, there's definitely this. a paradox about that boat. And it's like, this is like a philosophical Because they named the boat too, I think. Yeah. I'm just going to type in it's boat the paradox. <laughs> well, there's another boat called the Olympic. 
Is there? It was it was sister boats, Titanic and Olympic. We talked about this. Did it sink? Every single episode, a conspiracy arises <laughs> naturally, and I feel like you're. Please about finish it. Finish it because like I need more people to substantiate. Well, it the was. Titanic is the one that sunk, but they. Oh what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that about the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, what, what was your knowledge about the Titanic? I forgot. Biggest boat. Yeah, that's. I mean, that was what, what it was. Biggest boat. But like the the Olympic was supposed to go out first, and then it like didn't. It didn't do its maiden voyage or something mm-hmm. like that, and then they just like left it on the dock but then titanic went out and it crashed but then people were like but it's right here i don't actually know it interesting Mm. okay the it's called the ship of theseus is a paradox regarding identity over time one version positing a scenario in which all the parts of a ship are replaced gradually and one at a time poses this question is the vessel that exists after the replacements the ship uh the same ship as the vessel that existed before the replacements so it's like, are you still the same person after all of your cells have mm-hmm. replaced themselves? That's such an interesting... I thought you were also going to go... Look at that. So the audience can't That's see the this. That's the Titanic. Uh, That's so funny. On the other screen, there is a boat showing. Thank you to our producer, Ziggy, for that. <laughs> uh, that's the Titanic, three masts. Three, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great boat, folks. <laughs> it was I think beautiful. that's actually just a tall ship is what they call that. The thing that's interesting is... I thought you were going to say which. I thought you were going to ask like which boat is older because the ones that aren't on the water stopped aging because you just left them. They're not using them anymore. But the ones that keep getting replaced, you're using them. So which piece? I don't know. I I thought you were going to go that way. It gets a bit crazy. There's a lot of philosophy happening right now with this boat. It's true. There's a lot of metaphors. Maybe should we scrap the philosophy talk? Get into Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Let's do some Meisner exercise. Yeah, something a little more dumb. You know? Hey, so yeah. Ian, what's this podcast about? Well, today it's about boats, apparently. <laughs> no, I just wanted to feel like, because half the time we would do a show or something, yeah. and then some of my favorite things is after uh, a show or when you're hanging out with friends and you're having dinner yeah, or having drinks or having breakfast at a diner. Yeah. And that's when people are riffing and they're having fun. And I just kind of wanted that relaxed because I had another podcast before and they've always been premise Yeah. But I found that people just want to put a podcast on while they're doing the dishes mm. or while they're driving and they don't necessarily want to have seen if it's a podcast on a reality show or something having to feel like they've mm. watched that some people do but like I, I don't know I felt like sometimes people just want to listen to people having fun riffing hanging out um, and just kind of that thing that happens amongst friends it's like Spartless but without the celebrities right <laughs> yeah so like all the appeal is gone <laughs> do you ever are yeah. you ever afraid the people that are listening are going to fall in love with you Afraid? Yeah. Or like hoping? Afraid. Yeah, that's my biggest concern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just afraid wouldn't... if you keep bringing me on, people are going to be like, I love you. They're going to love guy. you. That's yeah. the thing. Is I they think see that's you're my relaxed. biggest fear in life, I think. They see that you've got something bigger than yourself well to live for. Wow. It's definitely well-founded. Like, I think that you do have the legitimate concern there. Thank you. Yeah. Is this how you pitching that you should come back? Like, be a recurring guest? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, I'm into it. I mean, okay. I mean, it's just because I'm in love with you. Now. Okay, I mean, it's I'm easy. You just, you just have to be yourself. Do you guys want me to move that table? No, no, no tension is too powerful. Just, yeah. move, just move your hand one Well, Christian and I haven't seen in forever. Like, Christian and I used to hang out a few times a week. Yeah. Uh, we knew each we other. We lived for... together for, like, a month. Yeah, in Los Angeles. Yeah. We took UCB together, which is a comedy school. We got there. along famously. And then we just, well, I won't see you ever again. Well, because you stayed there. Yeah. And I had to come back. Replace me. I honestly, my life would have been very different if I just stayed because I was single, newly single. Yeah. Uh, like, we, like, I was close to, like, I don't know, like, 
ki- kissing some people when we were there, right? There was like some, there was some drama Kiss when we were there. Ian and Christian were there. Well, yeah, it was Ian. It was just Ian. Yeah. Uh, no, you really did. Like Christian like, was so charming that week. Like by the end of the second week, we were at the top of this like private hotel. With, oh like, man! The guy who brokered the Marvel Disney acquisition, oh, the billionaire Under, guy. Yeah, uh, with like it was it was amazing how quickly. It just felt like we were we were having a, so much fun and just like ending up in interesting situations. I agree, man. We were just like sort of. We didn't have anything constricting us. We didn't. We no one knew us. Yeah, we had nothing we, to lose. We had nothing to lose. We're just improvisers. Yeah. and actors just like doing classes and like working out because we had nothing else to do. Totally. And we woke up at like seven in the morning and did that and like then just like hung out all day. Uh what a what a but then unfortunately like when we came back to toronto like i've been back five years mm. uh, we see each other maybe once a year it's crazy you think it's that little I th- it might be i think it is like, no it's a bit more than that but it's still very frequent it's, it's, it's not a full two it's really sad i haven't seen uh darcy in a long time i haven't seen blake in years i think i think like uh people as you know people just find a thing totally they want to continue to pursue and that takes up a lot of their time and you're saying it's not me and, well, I mean, like, look, you do different work than I do to make money, and we all have to do things to make money. Yeah. So sometimes those separate. For a long time, we had the similar things to make money. We had similar kind of uh, um, paths to make money. We were bartenders back in the day. Bartenders, yeah. actors. Yeah. We still are actors. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, you've got I, you've got a kid now, of course. Like, there's a million things. You got a life. You got a family. I love I love seeing the beer commercials of the Christian when I'm watching a hockey game. Oh man, it's so good. Sit. It's good. I, I'm always like, I know that guy. Oh man, <laughs> I'm serious. That's I back home that. in Edmonton. I um, yeah. I, and you I, were drunk in all those commercials. Yeah, they yeah. let me. Oh drink. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because you had to get out of your own head. It's like you hadn't yet learned <laughs> yeah. that you should just not care. Yeah, I feel like. Do you feel like? Uh, I know now. The commercials are just insane. Yeah. Uh, did you ever produce a commercial? Yeah, I've directed lots. Oh, you have? Yeah. It's insane because you are not only talking to the actors and the crew you're you're answering to the clients and the production company and everyone's got different notes and then and then the pandemic happened and this new technology of zoom oh yeah happened meanwhile skype is like how did yeah skype's like (laughs) they really did like you had you had 20 years to be ready for this one moment but the thing that happened is um when you're directing they suddenly there's an ipad right beside your monitor and on that iPad is every single client, every single person from the agency. Like it's like pages of, of thumbnails of people who all need to like weigh in. Get there too soon. You know? Yeah. And yeah. it's like some are like legitimately, you know, giving opinions. Others are wanting to look like they're being yep. involved. So they feel like they need they to say something. They have to put their hand up to be like, don't fire me. I don't like their shirt. Speaking exactly. For the sake of that. Speaking. So we sit there for, and you've been in, you've been in this. Have you ever been in a situation or you, you're an actor too. Have you guys all ever been in a, a situation where you're like standing there with like the director and the wardrobe person and they're like, put you in a thousand different shades of the same shirt. They're like, uh, maybe a little darker blue, or maybe a little lighter blue. Maybe mm-hmm. the, it's like, and then, you know, multiply that by every single decision that happens. And mm-hmm. you're really just like sitting there trying to be a filter for all of this 75 stuff. 75 voices. And you as the director, like, at what point am I going to like influence anything here? Because really, it's just like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Change your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
that's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. You're really like just a conduit for exactly for that brand or the marketing agency. The, it's really difficult. It's probably not so fulfilling. Yeah. And the lead up, I mean, I don't need to talk about commercials forever, but like the lead up, there's all of this work that's like you, you know, the, your production company like pitches you as a director to the client. So in order to do that, you have to like come up with some kind of treatment. Like this is how mm -hmm. I'm approaching this commercial and this is how I see it. And this is what the casting could be like a lot of work building this big deck, finding visuals and screens, all this stuff. And you give this and you pitch it to the agency, you walk them through it. You're, oh, this is how I see it. This is how I see it. And it's like a real, it's like an audition for mm -hmm. a director. Mm -hmm. And then they finally choose you, hopefully. And they're like, okay, you're hired. And then it's like, there's just like a thing that comes down. And it's like everything that you've just gone through and won the job with gets thrown out mm -hmm. the door and you're like making something else. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, why did we first go through that whole process? Mm -hmm. And two, if you didn't want everything that I was pitching, then like, <laughs> it's like funny what are we doing this yeah. too? Like a lot of people know the, the struggle of an actor having to audition and all these things, but they don't see that the director is also like working their butt off to try and get that job too, like showing, you know, your version of this ad. Yeah. And it's like, and in the, just like auditioning in the pitching process, you're not being compensated for any of the mm -hmm. work that you're doing. Same with, same thing with music videos mm -hmm. where you're like, you are asked for a treatment. You don't, you're not guaranteed the job. You're competing against three or five or 10 other directors and you do weeks of work trying to like win the job and sometimes you don't get the job and you've just spent like all that time and all that creative output that's why commercials are really difficult for like trying to do a lot of them because it's like the same amount of creative output as like a tv show or a movie mm. you know maybe it's not like 25 days of shooting but it's like it's the same amount of you know, you Back have to end, write and you have to think work, yeah. and you have to have motivation. And why is this influencing that? And why do we choose these colors mm -hmm. of the set over that color? It's like a lot. It's so much more yeah. pressurized too. Cause say you have like two days to shoot like a $5 million commercial versus like a month, two months to shoot a $5 million feature. Yeah. Every one of your decisions is like completely under a magnifying glass. Mm -hmm. Each line, if there's three lines from the actors, each line is done 600 times each to the yeah. point where no one understands mm -hmm. the language they're using each each grip is like working their tail off uh moving something to make it look like something somewhere else and like it it's truly unbelievable how much pressure those like two days are for that much money because they have the money they need to spend it yeah and they're they're gonna get people who take it seriously yeah and like kowtow to the yeah the boss and f and for all the creatives on set whether it's like the production designers or the actors or the directors or whoever um you also don't get to use multiple days to build something with mm. like you're like it's it must be like a day player on a tv series where you're coming in and you need to like make a impression in that one day with those three lines <laughs> That's got to be the hardest acting it's to do. The, dude, it's because, the worst to do, the hardest to do, yeah. the hardest auditions to do. Yeah. Give me six pages of memorized yeah. dialogue. Yeah. I'm going to get that 10 because, times over like, a one-liner. Way harder. You, can, you mm -hmm. can build like you can build trust and you can build performance and you have something to lean on when it's just like, watch out, radioactive man. You're yeah. like, oh, As shit. you probably know too from seeing tons of audition tapes. Like if someone's line is, here's the files, yeah. Christian can't show he's a better actor than me yeah. in that line. Yeah. It's just like, oh, do we like that guy's look or it yeah. sounded yeah. fine enough versus in six pages, he can show he's a better actor than yeah. me. Mm -hmm. That's why when I audition, the most important thing that I consider is not the performance that they're giving in that moment. I'm not like, 
I'm not looking at their performance and saying that's what I want to get on set mm. because like none of the none of what's going on in an audition is setting that actor up for the best performance of that scene right you're in some dumb room somewhere you're alone there's not another you're not listening there's no like your reader off camera is not like it's like so to think that this like i'm trying to find the performance Mm. of that scene in that moment of the audition is not my is not my approach i don't know how other directors do it well my it's great you just said that because everybody that just heard that who's like maybe new to the scene or not new to the scene been acting for a while I wish somebody told me that yeah. years ago. Well, I can't speak for other, like there may be, like, especially in commercials, it may be a little bit more of that. But my my thinking is, can they can they act mm. like generally? Mm-hmm. Like right. like if I give some um, suggestions or notes or ideas, are they changing things? Can yeah. they do it this way versus that way? Because yeah. then I know when I'm on set, we can just fucking play. Mm-hmm. That's and the like thing... and there's t- and there's something there. Because like if you're j- if it's just like can they do this line this one perfect specific way is not helpful to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not, and I'd rather find a person who's like, oh, you you can change, you can. You kind of almost want to see the full script with yeah. that two minute scene versus yeah. them just being really good at this. And it's not. Scene. It's yeah. And it's not even really range either. It's like I mean, range. Yeah, is, you don't want range think, is yeah. good, of course, but it's more like it's like do they have the skills to synthesize what we're trying to do and and think about Mm -hmm. and and react in that way because that's what's important i just watched a bunch of uh to go to your point i just watched a bunch of auditions for this uh film um and i helped kind of chat about decisions and exactly what you're saying where like some of the people who got parts it's not like they were the best actor they just they did like two takes or something and one take was something. Yeah. And the other take was completely different. Yeah. And it was the other take, the last choice that they made showed that they could get to a different place on the day. You right. did you guys request that they do two takes? No. That's nice. That's cool to hear. They I just never... did two takes, especially if it's a shorter scene. Yeah. They yeah. just did two takes. Just to show, and yeah. show like, I, this is how I think I could play it or I could play it this way. Yeah. That for me was a groundbreaking thing. When I was first starting, especially like, like you said, wanting it so badly. Yeah. I used to be like, you'd get the character and you'd be like, oh, I can do this. I know what they want. And you're trying so hard to like do it right. Fit into a... Fit yourself into this. Versus now, at least, I try and maybe it's from what we talked about of just like not giving a shit as much or knowing so much of it's out of your control or just being more relaxed as like a performer. Yeah. I don't try to... I now try to show like, hey, this is how Ian would play this role. If you don't hire me for it, it's not that you're a better... I was a shit actor. It's like, this is my version of this guy. This is what yeah. I would have done. We, we saw some actors just make a choice and the amount of like consideration they got. The choice was yep. so wrong. Yeah. But because they made a choice versus other actors who were just keeping it very simple and didn't make a choice, they were they were at the top of the list. Yeah. This wrong choice. Wow. I love, I love Because they that. were so compelling. Yep. It's like they killed that. So we yeah. got to bring them back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We got to see them again, you know. And when you think about it, like we were talking about stoicism earlier but it's kind of like what are the things that you can control if you're an actor auditioning like what are the things you can't control because you can't you can't change who you are you Mm -hmm. can't change how you generally look like you grow a beard or whatever Mm -hmm. but like you're still that person Mm -hmm. you can't control that so you can't control like the the stereotype that uh, a casting director or somebody might be looking for like you either are or you're not Mm -hmm. and that's not something you can change but you can change your performance. 
Yeah. And that's the one thing that you have the most input on. And so if you're trying to like, what do they want from me? As opposed to just, this is what I am. Mm-hmm. That's going to, that's going to be more And there's detachment from that too. Cause yeah. then you're like, oh, did I get it right? It's like, no, I just showed this is cool. This is what I would have brought to it. Because you're cast. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. You're cast already. Make the, make a bold choice. They yeah. wanted you regardless. Yeah. And don't it, you find like being on the other end of that, like when Blake a few years ago we were casting a show, it, it was really cool to see like. I was truly... so close to getting that part. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let's hatch that out. That would be amazing. Well, we can talk about no, that. I mean, no, no, no. I don't care. Um, we talked about it at the screening. It was very nice of you to even come as well. You and I talked about that. Oh, you're my friends. It was such a cool. It was so good. But I was, I was really happy to be able to apologize in that moment. No, no, no apology needed. I think there was. And like but you I, said, but I get it. I mean, I get it. I, there's no. There's those no were things hard you couldn't control. Exactly what he just said about controlling the things you can't control. You're a great actor. You're hilarious. Totally. You could have crushed that part. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. Just the character went to somebody else. That's essentially the story. Their, a character yeah. went to someone yeah. else. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's it because that's it. they're different and they're just different. Yeah. And and it's arguable whether it was the right choice in the end, anyways. You but, never know. And it but you becomes, and you never will know, right? Because like that's the that's the hard part about like. The creative, you just yeah. you try to make art the way you want to make it, and you're like, did I make the right choice? Yeah, and we'll always question that. But I think, I feel like ultimately, we're past the point of, yeah, as professionals and friends, it's like, well, if we're friends, that comes, that's gonna yeah. come. And first. that's and that's especially if no one's a piece but of I shit. I think about that shit. that I think that that was the that I mean, we don't have to like hash it out, but yeah. I think that that was actually the, the the thing that stung, if like to mm. that the friendship didn't come first in a way like the respect of like giving a call saying like this is what went down it's it wasn't about the part it was about like the way that it happened right yeah but that's the other thing yeah. even working together like i i've never been in your sketches you've had series and stuff i've never been in that same like yeah. blake directs a lot he, he's done features he doesn't always cast me it's like the problem with being friends and artists it's like you're not always gonna hook up your friends he doesn't always cast you he always casts me. Yeah. He puts you in everything. Oh, he puts you in everything. Well, it's the well, not since you buy a tattoo. Though I have two. I have two companies, and one of them makes adult films, and the other. Mm. That's what I oh, I have <laughs> seen your tattoo somewhere. <laughs> but but that to, to to bring it back a bit at the auditions, I realized, and I, I wish, like you said, Darcy, I wish someone had told Ian the actor this yeah. fifteen mm. years ago. Every person that came in, we wanted them to be the person. So bad. yeah, yeah, we're like we're rooting for yeah. them. You really be, are. You, you're really it's looking for that. Very true. Yeah, it's not trying out to make the basketball team. No, which actors think it is. Like oh, I hope they like me. I hope I'm good. It's like they fucking want you to make their yeah. lives easier. Yeah, man. Yeah, they and like you when they brought you into the room. Yeah, yeah, they, they like want you to be the person. They're not doing Absolutely. you a favor. Yeah, really. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it is like it. it uh, like the analogy is like the like pining for the girl in high school, where you're like. The more you're chasing, you can't that, relate. You just no, I just got did too well. I got him. He, he, oh, oh, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what this. Is like. Yeah, I just got him. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> He's got a kid. He's I got a kid. He's had sex. No, no I just, it, I was just, no, I, I never got him. But, <laughs> but, it, but it is the thing, right? Like if you're chasing, then you're not attractive. Uh-huh. And I think it's like that with, uh, with anything, and acting is the same thing. If you're chasing so the audition, if you're chasing the part, the desperation of it. This is, I think, that I'm gonna be the thing that I think that they want. Yeah. then it, it loses all of the authenticity of it. Yes. It's just like, just be, be what, like, be, whatever I mean, you're gonna, be yeah. yourself. And yeah. I know that's so cliche to say, but I think that that's really true. And or or, or Lita, lighten up. Whoa! Lighten up! Lighten up! No, but it's That's freaking, the foundation of comedy is the callback. Is the callback. And that's yeah. for those of you at home. 
Uh, there's been a sorry. No, I was just gonna say David Rotenberg, a teacher in Toronto, an acting teacher in Toronto. I, there's no need to name drop. He's just a guy I, I once took classes from. Uh, nice to me. Um, Use promo code Christian Smith. Use promo code if you want to save six thousand dollars on a <laughs> first day acting class. Uh, all acting classes. That's only ten so percent off. That's only ten percent off. Yeah, yeah. it's six hundred thousand every time. Every time. Right. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. So this guy, he he said something so interesting that I I feel like to this day I still uh, uh, agree with. He's like, as an actor, um, you can't show up jaded. You can't show Mm. up pissed off or or like entitled because people like that don't work. People see that energy. They get it off of you. And then, like, the person who's the same, just as good, and is just showing up having a nice, normal day. Yeah. It's such a more of an attractive quality to, be, like you said, just, like, just be yourself. You don't have to force anything. If it's not you, it's not you. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like this is, like, a lot with life, though, in general. You, yeah. Like, don't go chasing the girl. Like, when yeah. you don't, you know, it's just not. Just let it go and, like, yeah. Or, or, like, yeah, you have to come to terms with, like, either she likes you or she doesn't like you. That's and, way better. And the totally. only thing that you can control is, like, how you behave in that situation mm-hmm. and, which is why i just think being yourself not being like oh I, like if i do this she's gonna like me if i remove my tattoo she's gonna <laughs> <laughs> did it work or get a tattoo she hasn't called me since uh, <laughs> like but... don't be desperate christian you told me that once you found a director was gonna be in the show you prepared a monologue to do yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh so um i don't know which one of them is the director here <laughs> so i'm just gonna perform a, a, a couple of lines from it um are you guys okay with an accent I we prefer, prefer it. it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they do work together. They do, no, but no, I don't have a monologue. I, <laughs> I do from theater school have like a Shakespeare monologue. Okay, every, every, probably could do it. Every actor it. generally does. They can find it online. They can find it online. Yeah. What's your What's your monologue? Like you must have. You must have been asked to perform a monologue at some For point. For theater auditions back in the day. Yeah. You did. You had to have a. So what? What did you lean on? What was your? I had one that I learned at theater school. Uh, that was like my go-to. What was it? Canadian playwright. Um, Judith Thompson. Name I'm forgetting. So. Neil Labute. Judith Thompson. Neil Labute's American, I think. Yeah, he is. I shouldn't know these. No. Things. Uh, Daniel McIver. McIver. Yeah. He's dead. What? No, Daniel Brooks. All right. R.I.P. Oh. Sorry, Daniel. Daniel. Um, R.I.P. He's a and, guy. Uh, anyway, but now you don't need that. For a film audition, you never need it. For a commercial audition, I fine. No, for commercials, I, I actually request it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got you. I got you. You book yours for Shakespeare? It's so cringy that I said, he's dead. Like, it's news. And that's how you say news of someone's past. Like, <laughs> Telling someone I'm so sorry. He passed. It's like, yeah. he's dead. I, like, I, what a I had some I friends am. that were, uh, they were up at some kind of, there's some kind of roving street festival-y type thing up on Ossington right now? all the time. I don't know. They were they were out on the street last last night, and they said that there was this like beautiful band playing, and it was like people were like get, starting to gather around, and it was like this every, people were kind of like really energized and excited and kind of clapping, and then they started realizing that it was actually like a wake oh, for a person oh <laughs> my god also yeah and, a, a roving festival is a very interesting it was a like, 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 like it was like yeah. it was like it's, a, a, it's clearly it was, a coffin yeah. it was like a big no, drum it, no, no, it was kind of like a street market like i don't know they closed down a street yeah and it moves around a little bit but anyway like it was i think there was two things that were kind of odd about that one nobody realized that this wasn't like festival entertainment and well, two that is the, on right now. And two oh, yeah. that the wake chose to like go to this like market and kind of perform like street performers. And, and, and be so, I think I'm a bit confused. Yeah. So 
two things were actually going on. Yep. A market was actually happening yep. and a wake was actually happening. Yep. It wasn't someone misinterpreting a nope. wake for a market. Nope. Because yeah, that's why I'll take two pounds of the uh, black suits. <laughs> yeah. That's it, wild. It was really wild. Yeah. Sorry. Your your comment about uh, him. He's dead. It was oh, kind right, of made yeah, me yeah, think yeah. of that. It's like a celebration. It's drunk like, people. But they think it's like lyrics. He's dead. Please. This is my father's death. Everyone's like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. So anyway. Wow. It was very weird. I like that. Yeah. Do the same when I die. Take me. Somewhere. Take you down the street. Just down Ossington. Like, yeah. I do want like a New Orleans style kind of. Um, it was that off. kind of band apparently. You know what I want? No joke. I want you guys to put my coffin in the water. Take the thing take the lid let off the seagulls it, get it and then drift me out and then do the thing where you fire the arrow and, try to get you. and then just light <laughs> me be sick though, but none of us can make the shot <laughs> so we'll make it. everybody's trying and then, and then you get too far and you still can't hit it i'm just floating around <laughs> we have to like bring you back Calm and then the, let it go it's an enclosed lake we, we didn't pick the ocean we just like oh. his coffin that's on fire goes to someone's dock on the other side <laughs> just just starts fine. Fire. he's fine his do body's you, fine. do you guys want to be buried cremated what's the what is your plan do you have a plan Shot into space. Shot into space. God, I bet I, you it is your plan. <laughs> I just need this podcast to, to make space <laughs> money. So Bezos, if you're listening, six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, I I always thought as a kid, uh, cremated, but maybe that's just because my a lot of my family's cremated. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Maybe like turn me into a statue. Let people look at the bones. Like fill you up. Like with, stuff. Like, that's what kills me. <laughs> and then cremate me after that. <laughs> but you can't burn cement, so it's like kind of tough. Yeah. 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 I don't know. What about you guys? Stars? Yeah, I had a big fear of being buried alive when I was a little kid. So I was like, oh, burn me. So like, even if you guys... Burn me alive. If you guys... If I'm you not guys, afraid of being burned alive. If you guys aren't sure that I'm dead, definitely stick me in the oven. <laughs> like... Uh, Do not bury me. Yeah, I've been cremated. <laughs> the situation where all of us are going to be met with not being sure you're dead or not. <laughs> been okay, for eight days. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I might bury him. Yeah. We've been playing... <laughs> this, wait. This band has been playing for like three hours. Yeah. Is he dead or not? Yeah, He's, I think. If we're ever not we sure to. that you're dead, I hope so one of us has called a doctor at some point. Just <laughs> get a hospital involved. <laughs> Christian, what's your plan? Do you have a plan? Oh, yeah. I keep going back and forth, too. I'm a bit like, I also wanted to donate my like organs to then, someone like a ship to story. So they don't know if they're doing it enough organs. Is slowly that replace you with different organs. Oh, that's organs? very funny. It's if like, somebody is comes to me, Christian? honestly, I would love that. Um, <laughs> but they're going to have a lot of stuff. Gonna... <laughs> they they wake dick. up one day and just like, where's my checkered shirt? Where's my shirt? Did I own one? And they just like, they for some memories? reason, have to, yeah. Yeah, they're just imbued. Ha- has having a kid make you think more about that? <sighs> We're going there. Yeah. You know what? Uh... It, you know what has made me think of death in a practical way mm. because one um, less mouth if you one less mouth <laughs> 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 by myself good she doesn't have to pay for my math um no it like if like when what I'm happens gone, if you pass what happens that? if i pass mm. i've already had like all these like i have life insurance and stuff like that and you think you i think you do that just when you have a kid i don't know i did it and um i just think like if she doesn't like m- uh, end up with someone or marry someone or whatever and if we don't have another kid it's just her alone yeah. mm. so i feel like that is more scary like having my daughter just be in the world i mean i'm sure she'll be great she'll be fine we'll raise her hopefully good i don't know hopefully good um i think that's putting a like oh crap 
right thing in in me there is kind of like a longevity like a like a like she is going to continue living beyond you yeah but she's part you and part your wife yeah and there is kind of like a a feeling of like um what's the, what's the word when you if you live forever Lo- immortality. Uh, like immortality there's like right. a little bit of immortality there where it's like she's carrying yeah i've been jeans i really love that she's gonna go on without like yeah not without me i, I want to be there for every sec- second of the time but i would want her to live on way long obviously billions of years after me yeah and like millions yeah man she'll find something out she'll be a scientist <laughs> You're on, you got her on a healthy diet yeah, man. Yeah. i uh <laughs> she's so much to talk about we might raise her vegetarian i don't know Cool. Oh, oh not even tell her that meat exists. No, we, she's already eaten meat. We've can, done all the stuff for allergies and meat and stuff. Yeah. But like, can I can I give you a piece of advice, please? <laughs> it's a guy without a kid, <laughs> yeah. talking out of his ass. Yeah. Two kids I knew. Yeah. When I was a kid, and I was vegan for two years. I'm so sorry, but this is not. I eat meat. Yeah. Okay, but but they used to. They weren't allowed McDonald's. That was like a thing. Oh, losers. And they weren't allowed TV. And when they used to come to my house. They would beg me just to play video games <laughs> and order and get McDonald's. And so like, and then by the time we were a little bit older, they were also very, very bright. I won't name who they are. They're still to this day, really nice guys. Winkleboss twins. Yeah, <laughs> they they may have made Facebook <laughs> and Zuck stole it from them because Zuck had McDonald's as a kid. It wouldn't surprise me if you were friends with the Winkleboss twins, by the way. I, I just look like the third Winkleboss yeah. twin, but just like uh, a little <laughs> uglier, the one who didn't make the rowing, the rowing team. I was like, strong I'll play Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um, what, what I'm saying is there a fear if you raise a vegetarian, she's just going to be like, I want to, I want to go to the cake. So I think, I think, we're, I, I think we're going to do, I think we want to let her choose at some point. We'll be like, what do you want? This is what we've done for you. But if you want that, go do it. If you're sick of cheese tasting like rubber. What is the, yeah. What is it, like you, you eat meat. What is the uh, intention behind it? Is it health? Is it something else? What's I think the... morally for, okay. for my, yeah. my partner's point of view, I think yeah. like killing animals, I don't think she's, she's a part of it. It's also worse for the environment to just like yeah. there is, kill animals. As someone who eats meat now, totally, there's no question that's true. It's like a thousand times better for the earth than eating meat. Oh, yeah, to eat veggie. Yeah. And I know, and I know, and I don't cook meat at home, but I eat, I like, I, I'll, I eat meat every, everywhere yes. else. And even like killing the animals, obviously, like people are like, oh, but if you had to kill your own food, would you still eat meat? And I'm like, no. No, I wouldn't. Like, I'm not going to kill. I actually recently got my... <laughs> I actually, I actually recently got my gun license wow. for that very reason. Takes it out, shoots Darcy <laughs> yeah. in the head. Like I, I have no, I have no like. Do you think the, you could do? It? Have you killed an animal? I have no desire to, uh, like become a hunter. Like that's not going to be like part of my identity. My brother, hunts. too much work. <laughs> no, but I, 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 like I, I honestly, I honestly feel like we've gotten so far away from like the meat that we buy at the store is. It's the way that we buy at funerals in the street. <laughs> it's pro- it's processed to the point where it's intended to not even seem like it's a th- what it is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Like it's packaged up really nice. It's red. There's it's no feathers. Perfect. It's yeah, exactly. And it's not even called like what it is. It's called beef instead of like dead, dead cow, cow or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I just feel like I want to have the experience of going out stalking an animal going through with the process of killing that animal and eating that animal <laughs> wearing it, its skin and wearing its skin like Leonardo DiCaprio and the Revenant yeah but but the point it the point being is like to connect myself with where the food comes from and I, I know really I know cool. that our food comes from farms blah, blah. I killed this rug you killed this rug I killed this rug killed it with his credit card at Ikea <laughs> that's right but like do you get what I'm saying like, 100%, like I, the connection of like, I feel like the problems that we're talking about environmentally whatever mm-hmm. like that's 
the, it's rooted in a disconnection farming. from what it is. Like we don't we don't recognize the this is if we all knew that it was like you know Bessie over there like we would feel differently about eating it in either we would eat less of it or we'd have more respect for it it wouldn't just be like commodity like throwing burgers in our mouth yeah I'm not, that's not a comment on like those no I, I, burgers, honestly but... if i had to do it i don't think i'd be able to eat meat like i used to think that people who had never worked at a restaurant should not be allowed to eat at a restaurant. Mm. Like you ever go with a friend who's rude to a server? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like, and it's just like, you can tell they've never done it. I, I think it should be like Israel. There's one year. Oh yeah. No, one, one year, year of like... Required hospitality. Exactly. Is yeah. that what happens in Israel? You have to serve in the military. That's Finland. Well, there's a bunch of places. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Korea, <laughs> yeah. Finland, Israel. Names every country. Uh, Russia now. Russia now? Is that true? Well, they have the conscription, so... Whoa. Okay. But like for that, but for restaurants, it's like before you're allowed to go be a dick, you have to do a year of service, service as a server. Get out. Dealing with assholes. And then you can have empathy next time. That yeah, you go this to... isn't actually a thing. This is Ian's just No, saying, this is my, when I'm part of would like. And then why Israel then? Why did you choose Israel? I was just picking a country. With <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that Israel does the military. He thinks that in Canada, we should Got have, it. we should have that same requirement, but to work in hospitality so that we can have empathy for the people. And then no one would be addicted to service. Yeah. It's same thing. Blake's saying you go out, you have to kill your own animal, maybe and before you're allowed eat to meat. eat chicken. Yeah, exactly. I love it. It's, it's 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 a trip. I think you're right, man. I mean, I, I, like we have a little toy for the baby. Yeah. It's a little chicken. And we yeah. go, oh, chicken, chicken. And, and we try to make her do the sound. And then we feed her later. We, you can't name it something else. Here, have some chicken. Uh, it's really trippy. It's, right. It doesn't make us comfortable, so we don't feed her chicken anymore. Because gotcha. it's like, that's messed up for her, but also messed up for right. us. We're like, you're right. It makes it real. Right. It makes it seem like a pet or like a yeah. Pet, like, but I think I think that it's like I think that this that same facet, whether it's eating, whether it's meat, like where does where does meat come from? I think it's true. Dead animals, really. So they say. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll trust. You. Here's the conspiracy. But, but like so the Titanic. <laughs> but think about like I think it's true in everything. It's like and and as we've continued developing, it has that that same idea has expanded into other things like mm. amazon just shows up at your door where did this actually come from who actually made this thing why like mm. it's just so convenient we're mm. not recognizing we don't have a connection to the process that it took for get, to get mm-hmm. this thing in the mail or to like um like like the pl- plastic water bottle or something like that like if you knew that when you put that plastic bottle in even the recycling bin or the garbage bin or whatever that that was just going to end up in your neighbor's pool, you probably would probably use less water. In my case, I do just throw all my garbage over the fence into my neighbor's pool. Yeah, yeah, but that guy's a dick. But he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, you're right. Everything feels like it's just we've just we've just disconnected ourselves from the process of where all of these things come mm-hmm. from. That and it's made it very convenient for us. It's like the best like situation well, also, that you can any have... human has ever had but mm-hmm. it's like by far but that ultimately is what's at the root of the problem yeah even health wise but like you could look at it in a positive way like if you wanted a glass of pineapple juice tomorrow yeah like you're not the one picking that pineapple you're not exactly. flying that pineapple across the country you exactly. know the amount of hands that actually have to touch it yeah um allows us to live in this abundance but also you're right we completely don't think of it and it's not like it's not a, i'm not to, it's not to say that like we should just like give all of that up like tomorrow but i think that having the understanding and the like that's the first step towards 
fix it. Having a little more perspective, even. Yeah, and that's and it. that's where the hunting thing comes from. It's like I don't intend to like exclusively get my food from hunting, but I think I need to have the experience of that so that I can connect myself to where that food is coming from. Totally. Christian yeah. does a cool thing. Can I, if you don't mind? Uh, I don't know what you're about to talk about. When you were you vegan for those two years, every time you didn't eat a meat dish, you went up and killed an animal and just left it. Yeah, I left it for someone else. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just yeah. To, just to say I could. Right. <laughs> so it wasn't right. Like you still making the impact, you just didn't like the taste. I died. It wasn't the t- I love the taste. Okay. <laughs> I just didn't like the animal. <laughs> <laughs> and they were exclusively raccoons. Oh, yeah. Too. God. Just oh. tastes so good. <laughs> That's good. No, uh, but we, we want to let the baby choose. We want like okay. her to, you know, like if you want meat, you can have but if Will you, you call her it, the I, baby even when she's 18? I feel like I do that already. Yeah. With the like, baby. kids who are older than her, like in year old, I'm like, look at that baby. <laughs> that was big. That was a big do. And the parents are like, what? Do you see baby. the babies in the NFL draft? <laughs> are we okay, are you are you a person who is going to um continue to say your babies yes. No, well not you though, Christian. Oh, yeah, then no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to, uh, when someone asks your baby's age, are you going to continue using months beyond like year one? 69 months old. Mm-hmm. 60, no. Uh, my baby's 15 thir- months. My, name, my baby's She's 30 16 months right now. She's 16 months? Mm-hmm. When, so, when you it's not even a year and a half. What do I say? A month and four, a, day, a year and four months old? Yeah. yeah. Say, no, she's a, she's like a, I feel like she's a year until she's a year and a half. Yeah. And then she's it's two. two. And then after two, you it's only two go and half five years. Agreed. No, half not when you drop no, after. But my, my personal opinion. <laughs> Look, honestly, I was of the same opinion. Yeah. And then, and then you realize their their progression is so much right. within months oh, okay. at that age. Yeah. And it's I like ten percent of her life every month, kind of thing. If she's I mean, ten months, I mean, look, I'm not a math. That's not a, that's, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot more. Like uh, uh, six months for you is nothing at this point. Yeah, but dude, but for the baby, like, she completely is a, a full within a week. She becomes a different person. Takes so, you seven years. Takes me seven to ch- change a little bit to yeah, change up my shirt. So, uh, but what will you say? You'll say twenty-two months, or what point does that end? In, I think like, I think after the first years, or after, once she gets to two, you get rid of it. Two, because two, I think all the mo- the biggest biggest like uh, uh, evolution happens within the first two years okay. in terms of mentally. Uh, so much happens. So much happens. Like she went from crawling to walking within a week. Never walked before, started crawling on her hands and knees, and was then just running around. And you're like, Get up. okay. She understands language so fast. She With, told you about Occam's Razor. Dude, she taught me <laughs> yeah. about Occam's Razor. <laughs> She's teaching at uh, Ryerson later. I think. Oh, sorry. She prefers TMU. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, did they change? Did they actually change the name? Yeah, Toronto, Metro- Toronto oh, Metropolitan oh, University. Okay. That's funny. I, I didn't realize that. Uh, recently someone was like, I'm in the fashion program at TMU. And I went, oh, I knew some people at the fashion program at Ryerson. That's so funny. So I showed that I did. That sounded like a, a joke you were doing no. to them. <laughs> I guess I wasn't. You a, would be that good. but then Why do you know like, a 21-year-old in fashion? It, this story takes place back in, I knew them back in the day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know them anymore, but I hope they're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the look at the camera. Is your partner still vegan? No. Aww. Yeah, she was vegan for a long time. She was vegan for like five years. What happened? It wasn't even like there wasn't ever a thing like we're craving meat. There was never like yeah. a, a big moment of that. Um, we were on a trip and I think we decided for the trip it was going to be a little bit too difficult for us to ask for vegan stuff. Where was it? Where's we were in trip? Mexico. Mm. And then we were like, it felt douchey even just being like, is there eggs? Is there cheese? Like there was just a lot. And then it just slowly, we just started eating it again. Mm. And then when we came home, we just continued. Capitalism. Uh, you got and gets you me not knowing enough spanish no huevos no queso (laughs) 
No carne. No carne. And me- Mexican cuisine is notorious, notoriously good at vegetarian. vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good at vegetarian. Yeah, yeah I feel but like... hard at vegan. I feel like Mexican mm. and Indian does really good vegetarian. Oh, the best. Really good vegetarian. The best, yeah. I feel like. And good yeah. vegan. You can get like, you know, I, I actually thought that there was there's a lot of, we're lucky enough to live in Toronto, a lot of amazing vegan restaurants here. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't that I missed flavor because people are like, oh, could you wait for bacon again? I'm like, there was a lot of other really good stuff. It just, it just kind of fell off. Also, health-wise... Um, this is completely my own laziness or my own vanity. It was harder for me to get the amount of protein. And I know you can do it like PV and there's a lot of vegan options as clean as a chicken breast Yeah. with no carbs, no fat versus I had to eat a lot more. So it was just my own vanity. I was eating a lot of carbs. I noticed I was a little heavier as a vegan mm. and I'd like, it, uh, I'd lost a little bit of definition and stuff that, mm. so just pure vanity wise, I'm like, I love how open you are in your podcast. <laughs> well, this is the only podcast in the city where you get environmental things you get philosophical philosophy yeah well i don't know if that was just because of tiff why we talked a bit about acting or just the guests being actors and having a director on the show but um well because i hate talking about acting do you really no i I, I don't you know what i don't hate talking about acting i think i don't like i think i don't like people who take themselves so seriously and i think a lot of those people are actors yeah i think it's like you just don't, you don't have to take yourself so seriously. Right. I know so many doctors who don't take themselves so seriously. Right. Mm-hmm. That sounds but, like a brag. But, I know like two doctors, so I, I don't know why I said that. And how one's much, a clown. And one's a clown. How, how much <laughs> money do they make? Oh my God. Yeah. That's I was saying that to, to Blake the other day. We were talking and uh, doctors, the only position where like they still make $500,000 a year, but it's not like there's no judgment of like when you meet like a banker or yeah. like, a lawyer, it's sometimes like, oh, but like you kind of might be an asshole, but with yeah. the doctor, it's like, that's good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really gonna, glad you're making yeah, a lot of money. It's yeah, really yeah. noble. It's like, oh, that's really, you're saving lives. They still have the Ferrari. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's They're true, kicking ass. We should all be doctors. I was thinking about going to a Caribbean medical school. Six uh, months. For what? For, <laughs> for nursing. <laughs> Just to meet more doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just find I, if I, need to find, I need to find a couple doctor friends. Mm. Yeah, I think mm. that's the plan. Mm. I don't know. I th- I think about that. Do you, have you have you taken any career like it's almost existential in a way where it's like I feel like I'm in a little bit of a midlife crisis in that way where it's like I've been putting so much effort into trying to make films, trying to mm. be a director, trying to do this and that, and I have had some success, but also like I'm looking into the future and being like, what's gonna, what's this industry going to be like in five years? What's going to be like in ten years? And That's should I be fun, like yeah. thinking about changing something now before? Before it's like I spent another ten years doing it, and then realize, and it's even more too late to like make an uh, make an adjustment or something, or maybe not. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I've had similar thoughts in the same vein. But if the apocalypse happens, who am I going to shack up with? Directors or doctors? Actors, you know. They but pretend act- to stitch like, you up. Actors <laughs> can be anything you want them to. Be. Like sometimes I'll I'll lay in my bed and I'm like, how useful will I be? What skills do I have? And well, that's you fuck, how I you built this place, decisions. didn't you? That's interesting. So it's just like, but yeah, I'm, but that's that's my point. I'm not gonna go find a digital marketer when right. shit hits the fan and go. All but right, what if shit doesn't hit the fan? Gotta, to play, then, then we're fine. Then this is all. So all good. Well, I mean, it's not a by the time we're or when we're recording this podcast or when you're recording this podcast. Oh, yeah, I haven't hit record yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's so many strikes happening in yeah. the states, SAG, WGA, uh, and we have an actor. Not the stri- DGC. Said <laughs> so as a director. DGA still out there yeah, taking DGA. the dirty money. Yeah. But 
even us here in Canada, we have a, a, a commercial strike. It's horrible. It's over 500 days at this point. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you, you think about it. Our industry is challenged greatly right now, especially with the evolution of AI in creating content. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think word. it's very... I love the word content. It's my, one of my favorite words. Isn't it so interesting content creator it just also it's content become, just means like verb like it's just like a thing it's become Stop. thing it's become yeah. the like yeah uh what's what's that word like spark word keyword like oh like when people a few years ago were like quarterly buzzword. synergy buzzword, buzzword. Yeah. buzzword yeah it's the buzzword of now it feels like everyone creates content ever content is king content is have you noticed someone says content is queen? Mm. I saw a commercial. <laughs> shout out to Barbie. Go see it. Shout out 75 shout times. Oh Learned a lot. Um, I we, I, that I movie actually, was great. I, I did love it. We all did love it. We did see it a couple times. <laughs> but uh, I saw a commercial the other day and it had, you know, like Peter, truck driver. It was like Cynthia, content creator. It was like, I'm like, oh, this is just like a normal job now you're using to relate to people. The, insane. Even like filmmakers. Uh, Blake and I... Do you know any? Yeah, not anymore. I know content creators. <laughs> I got an email that instead of saying filmmakers, they changed it this year to, hey, content creators. So it's like, even your film is just content. Yeah. yeah. That's so diminishing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And then the whole thing with HBO Max and them changing, like, did you hear about that with the credits? It, no. You would, no. Turn on a, you would turn on a film on HBO Max and you know how they have like director, writer, all the credits? It just says content creators and then like a list of, or like create, wow. yeah, content, oh, not even content creators, not even separated, not director, writer, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like a block of people's names. That's good for me. I shot some stuff at the gym today. I'm you're right now the director of, of content uh, creators. You may win an Academy Award. Darcy. Yeah. You're the director Scorsese. of Scorsese. <laughs> 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 yeah. Levinson. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's uh, stupid. But I think it's the connotation of like the negativity of it, of that word, right? Like it does feel diminishing. And then I think that's why people are sensitive about it. Just so it's broad. Like, it it's so broad, broad and it's fleeting. Content feels like it's a three second clip on TikTok. Get it yeah. out there. Get another one out there. Yeah. yeah. Which is... How, how do you buy it? Because you were fairly early into the YouTube shift that's been happening. Blake and I have been talking about it recently as well. But I found that like five years ago even, to be a YouTuber was like exclusively a, a Logan Paul or like a mm. vlogger. It was a very different thing. And people who put their stuff on YouTube, it was not like where now every comedian is putting their special on YouTube. Everyone's running traffic to YouTube. Like, I think YouTube's almost becoming a better place because there's no gatekeeper. It's not like Mm. a studio, like, you know, having to get your show. If you want a show, you can make it. This podcast, you know, it's permissionless in the sense that good and bad, you can just hit upload and it's there. But I don't know. I'm finding, have, have you noticed that in the last two years you guys have been doing with your channel that like it's shifting or i think it's um i think creating content youtube tiktok reels whatever is the new sort of um way to keep uh up like it's the new promotion do you think it's, it's what doing a play was yeah so like for instance i have a couple friends who are stand-ups and they say if you don't have like your sets online mm-hmm. you do not get people at your show yeah like the whole like currency now is your and most of the time it's crowd work because you don't want to burn your actual set. So it's like if you don't get crowd work totally. online, people are not going to come see your show. Matt Reif got huge just from posting his crowd I work. I met Matt Reif like six years ago in LA just at like a mic. Yeah. And it's been surreal to watch in the last two years. Him, He's got the second biggest show after Taylor Swift selling out 600,000 seats. He, he's opening for Chappelle? Is he? Yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean, he's, a, he's an arena comedian now. All from 
filming, putting it on TikTok, like, dude, none of his material. It's yeah. all crowd work, which is great because then you save it for the show. Exactly. So I people think, are new. It's new every time. Or even Andrew Schultz, he put his stand-up special oh, yeah. on. Like these guys, whether you like their comedy or not, have kind of kicked the door open for other people to kind of make their own destiny. Well, they've sort of made the bar. They sort of wrote or been a part of creating the line of which I someone someone told me that they've only heard of me uh, because of some of the like the quick videos I make online. Mm. And they're like, I love everything you do. I'm like, you have That's... no idea about what I do. But the fact that you saw me do one funny thing, now I'm in their head as very funny. But it's validating in the sense that what I like about this stuff with the internet, if you do a killer improv show or a killer stand-up set, the 50 people who saw it that night mm. may have loved it. But beyond that room, it doesn't death. live. Yeah. But by putting it on the internet, someone may find that video nine months from now in the middle of the night and, and have a laugh. It's like, like you're talking mm -hmm. about your kid and legacy. It's like you're able to access more people. Mm -hmm. Through the work you did one day, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that's 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 really cool. Or you, like you can watch The Godfather or whatever movie mm -hmm. right now on Netflix. Yeah, I think I think we have to understand. Like, I think the filmmaker content creator thing is really interesting because content creator, you can, they still did it. They still made it as much as filmmakers. Like, there's there's a definite there's a longer process into making even a short film versus a feature film. Like some people years 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 some months months months. Sometimes you just pick up a thing, me and you shoot a TikTok and it gets more views than that film ever would in its entirety. Right. So it's like there's a there's a disdain for content itself. I think content, the, the, the topic of content creation is just so uh, fleeting and nonsense. But I think to create something, it's it's how people are digesting things now. It's how people are ingesting. So like we as a society have to recognize that this is new currency. Like you can make a film and be excited about it and and be eager to share it and I will myself but like you also have to understand and not put down the people who have realized what's true in the world right now how people are taking things in and go okay I can't be jaded because I just didn't do it as fast as those kids mm -hmm. it's like honor what's happening do what you want to do but like I find when people go like yo screw the screw that dude who just I'm like man like he did it it's way easier to say, oh, mm -hmm. fuck that person that's embarrassing that stuff they made while you're sitting at home not doing anything. And watching yeah. their stuff yeah. on quick, like, And repeat. resenting them and resenting for them, being like, successful. I want to be that DeVry guy. Get off, get off your couch, man. Get up. <laughs> do your thing. Yeah, I remember. You spent all day on the phone you anyway. You on the phone anyway. I mean, now it's more apt than ever. Yes, it is. More <laughs> yeah. apt than ever. Oh. That's why I get paid. Thanks for joining the podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your podcast called, Ian? I know. It's been right up in my eyes the whole time. Well, you're right. We could wrap. We, we, we might as well wrap it up. That seems pretty organic. This is cool. Uh, Darcy, any thoughts? No. Thanks for coming out. Uh, Blake. Do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, Blake's <laughs> in town for TIFF. Blake's a director, producer. He's in town for TIFF. Uh, can they find you anywhere? You're, you're kind of no, you really can't. I actually got rid of everything. It was making me very sad. Can they watch your uh, anything else you want to? Yeah, nope. Not yet. No, it's okay. it's not even content. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is content. And Christian's an actor, comedian, easy to find everywhere online. Easy to find. So easy, easy to, find. to find. You Google his name. Google my name on the third guy that comes up. <laughs> uh, Fun, uh, funniest man alive. Funniest man alive. That's what I heard. So my mom said that, uh, and even now she doesn't believe it anymore. Um, <laughs> Did she let you choose to eat meat or not? Or she still controls your diet. She controls my yeah, diet. But you, yeah. you have a daughter now, so she's she, it, all that matters is her opinion. Yeah, on my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my daughter's everything. Uh, you could, I don't know. Uh, you just ends on a sad note. I just being like, everything my daughter is everything I live for her. Um, follow her account, not follow. mine. <laughs> yeah, Christian, 
Christian Smith. Yeah. Uh, Christian and Nat on YouTube. Christian V. Smith. Really selling it. I don't know what else I'm doing. I'm, I don't know, you know. No, no, I'm just, I'm just teasing. I don't even know what I'm doing. Make some There's always something baby. happening, baby. Yeah. There's always something happening. Always something. And, and sometimes that thing is just taking my baby for a walk. Don't come. You feel that. that now? Don't no, I don't film that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I saw somebody teaching his daughter how to ride a bike yesterday and she kept almost falling over, but he was also trying to film her at the same time. This is our time. It's so stupid. <laughs> and it's like it was up on King as well, just like busy streets. She's trying to weave in between people. Her life's gonna be like, why do you have that like scar? And, and he's like <laughs> following her with his phone and she's like almost falling and he's trying to catch her and then she almost runs into it was just like what are You we... should have filmed that and that what would have gone are viral. We fucking doing right Christian, now. Yeah. you find before we go, that exactly reminded me, you've had a baby for two years now. Will no, you be bummed? No. <laughs> Uh, 16 months thank you <laughs> yeah 24 months soon <laughs> uh that will you be bummed if you go a whole baby cycle without her going viral once like there's all this charlie bit my finger what's a baby cycle nine months like you have a baby that doesn't even go viral you probably filmed her a billion times in your life now there's probably more pictures of your kid on your phone than like pictures of all of us exist together oh a thousand percent the yeah. only photos on my phone are my baby. at least give you one viral video <laughs> <laughs> there are some great videos of her doing some stuff I'll show it to you after. She says one of our friends' name, and it's she says Shargel. Not bad. Can't say a lot of shout words. Shout out to Shargel. Shargel Russell. Follow him on all the content. At Bill Clinton. At BillClinton.org. Bill Clinton yeah. didn't do it. No, I don't want her to do this stuff. She's no. going to do it if she wants. This won't be around. There'll be something better. It'll be like Hologram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not podcast. I, hope I, actually don't to, I just don't want her to do this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And she won't. Podcast. I have no more babies on this She show. tried to stop you coming here today. Yeah, I know. She was really against it, dude. If in 15 years or 20 years if people are still plugging their Instagrams on comedy shows, <laughs> the world is in a bad place. <laughs> what do you think it'll be? Will it be anything? It'll be Darcy with the zombie apocalypse person. This has been a Pagliacci podcast.